When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're back with another edition of What's Up, Belly Up. Another week, no sports. Zach, Mack, myself, we're going to come at you with uh, another l- little twist in the old podcast. Uh, basic uh, sports knowledge, or not even sports knowledge, I guess. Uh, Zach, uh, I guess, how's it going tonight? Uh, anything <coughs> anything new on your end? No, man, nothing new. I swear, I, I feel like I'm saying the same thing every week. It's yeah, just... you know, I mean, that's why I said I try to... I try to change up the intro so it's not the same damn thing over and over, but you can only say so much. But uh, but regardless, uh, for those of you that have been sitting back, uh, social media, Twitter, there's a lot of different things going on. We, we did the uh, we did the bracket, the podcast brackets, the podcast that, that came out, different companies versus each other. Uh, that went on. That, w- that was pretty tedious towards the end. It kind of lost its allure because uh, a lot of, uh, I guess, promotion and stuff goes into it. You're really drilling that down friends and family. Uh, his throat, and then obviously uh, the Tiger King. About the same time was a big thing going on. We talked about that. I think everybody's talked about that. Um, you know, now now we're seeing floating around. Uh, um, I, I saw a couple couple sites doing like, I think Bars will do it like the top eight, and you have to like only keep three of like snack foods or like drinks and stuff like that. And then obviously we've we've always seen the start bench cut. Um, that's always been a big thing. Uh, in any season. So, so that's what we're going to dedicate this segment, this episode to the start bench cut. Uh, Zach and myself are going to throw, throw three players at each other, uh, all from the same sport. I I believe at least mine are, I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Neither, neither of us, neither of us know um, what we're going to ask, but we got five to six of these to kind of see what we're thinking, where we are as far as uh, how you want to do a little start bench cut. So, so Zach, you, before we get into this, you got anything uh, you want to, you want to say here? No, I'm glad you cleared. I was a little worried that you might've had uh, uh, some of that crossover sports, but for all on sports, that's good. And um, a note for mine is consider them all in their primes. Yours were all in their primes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I see what you're saying. Good, good. Yeah, because actually that's what I was thinking. Like, there's a few that I was looking back. Like, um, you know, for example, I was like, man, how do I do this? Because a guy played in, like, the 70s, but he all, this, this other guy played in, like, the 90s. You know, how is that going to translate? So so I'm glad you said that. So so very good. Nice little nice little feel here. So so I'll, I'll start. I'll throw one at you. Uh, I'm okay. going to start right off the gate. Uh, to me, honestly, I, I put these in order by difficulty. Uh, maybe my fourth one, not so difficult for you, uh, for others. Maybe, maybe it, it's dumb, but but I'm going to start with my number one. I think this is uh, 
to me, this is easy. Uh, to you at home, maybe not, but I think I think this one, like I said, is easy. So, so I've got Miggy, Ken Griffey Jr., and Barry Bonds. Who's your start bench cut? Ooh. You said Ken Griffey Jr. Yep, Ken Griffey Jr. I'm gonna go start Barry Bonds bench Miggy cut Ken Griffey Jr. Wow, see. Man, man, I see. Here, here's what I'm. Thinking. Are you cutting Miggy? No, 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 no. I he he tugs on the heartstrings a little bit, <laughs> so I, I've at least got him on my bench. But I've got Griffey as a starter, and I'm actually benching Barry. Hard to believe because you know, obviously the, the home run king. But um, I just it has this has nothing to do with steroids. I could care less about that error. Actually, tell you the truth, it, I'm paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars let these dudes juice all day long but that's a different story um i just think overall a uh, complete player and, and i wasn't even put into figure there's no rhyme or reason that we we picked what we are um but like we said in their prime i mean even miggy can make a case but but there's just something sweet about griffey swing and that just really appeals to me <laughs> i think that held a little bit <laughs> man I, for me personally if barry bonds is on my squad i'm not sitting him, let alone cutting him. So that's why he starts for me. And then Miggy, same as you, pulls on the heart string, so he gets, he's on my bench. And I, to be honest with you, I could care less about Ken Griffey Jr. Man. All right, all right, all right. So so where, uh, where are you at? What's your – All right, uh, so I'll give you a baseball one then since I've also got Miggy in one. So all of their primes, Miggy, Victor Martinez, J.D. Martinez. Oh, man, see, I, I think uh, – if I, I just feel like I hate JD now because just just for the simple fact that he went to to Boston, yeah. comes to Detroit from Arizona, Arizona could not figure it out. He comes to Detroit, puts it together, he he becomes a machine. I mean, he literally has in the in the uh, the dugout, he he's got a pen and paper and literally takes notes on every every pitcher he faces. So that to me is he he really works at his craft. But I think. I think it's going to be – I'm going to start Miggy in their prime. Uh, I'm going to – man, I, I'm going to have to bench Victor, and I'm going to have to put J.D. on my bench. All right, I'm that doing pains me thing. to say because, because Victor gave us some good years in Detroit. Yeah, and he lived off the bench. He was a DH for a while, so yeah, he's, he's so, used to it. But, uh, man, that, that is a good one. I, I do like that, especially, uh, you know, all the ties with the old, uh, the old Tigers. So – so, th- so this next one here I got for you is a little football. Uh, this one, I, you know, this is a great one for, for Mark Riley, our, our old, uh, <laughs> uh, the, you know, our, uh, our executive here, uh, our social, the director of social media here. Um, I've got uh, Andrew Luck, Carson Wentz, or Matt Stafford. I, I almost – I could have guessed that. Uh, I'm starting Matt Stafford. I'm benching Carson Wentz, and I'm cutting Andrew Luck. Ooh, never, see, never I, was the Luck fan. See, I Andrew Luck and Carson Wentz, even in their prime, both of them were. I, I feel like I, I don't want to say they're the same player, but I feel like the same luck. No pun intended. Between both of them, they were they had some great spells. They ended in injuries. Uh, obviously, Andrew Luck walked away early. I, I think I would have to bench Wentz, start Stafford, and cut Luck too. So. 
Uh, maybe maybe I would that. maybe I would start Wentz because he's going to get hurt and then bench Stafford, use Stafford in the playoffs. Have Wentz get us to the playoffs and Stafford in the playoffs. And, and you know what's funny about it is is the sheer fact that uh, when when Stafford got drafted, like the first two years, he was hurt all the time, and nobody ever knew if that draft pick would pan out. And then he becomes an Iron Man outside of last year. So. Um, I will go. Football. I'll stay. I'll just go right along along with the. Um, All right. I got I got two football ones. So which one do I want? All right. Running backs. Priest Holmes, all in their prime. Priest Holmes, Marshall Falk, Ladainian Thompson. Oh man. I I think I'm gonna have to go with Ladainian, Bench Falk, and cut Priest Holmes. Oh man, that's so. That is so hard. I think I might agree with you, though. That is so hard to put. But, I mean, that was, like, I think that was, like, in the beginning of when, like, fantasy got real big was LaDainian Tomlinson and uh, I think Priest Holmes. Both of those guys were, like, just – I mean, I think LaDainian Tomlinson has, like, if I'm if I'm right here, has, like, the greatest fantasy year ever to this this point. And I don't think – I think only Christian McCaffrey's kind of. Uh, push the envelope, or, or Michael Thomas, but other than that, nobody's even come close. So I definitely got to go with Ladanian. Yeah, so Ladanian has the most in his season at 28. Priest Holmes at 27. Yeah, that's what I say. I thought he had, because I remember him, and I think, wasn't that towards towards the end of his career, Larry Johnson was there too, or, or something like that. But either way, I mean, Kansas City had a great uh, running back table for a long time, but they could never translate to anything, so. I like that one, although Priest is, is the odd man out for me. I was a big Mad so, for Marshall, Marshall Falk was almost a cheat code Mad for I know Vic was the guy, but Marshall yes. Falk was so good. The greatest uh, uh, the greatest team on turf and all that stuff. But uh, but I'm glad you went football because I'm here at uh, – uh, well, you're – yeah, that's only your second one. But I'm, I'm still in, in football. And actually, to me, this one pained me to write out because I knew I was going to have to leave out a great talent – and I didn't know where I laid. Um, this was kind of like, man, this this could have been really this like this could have went towards the end. Yeah, I know. I'm just drawing it up. <laughs> and it's a big, a big old flop. So, so I've got uh, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and Calvin Johnson. Oh, I almost did one of these. I'm starting Jerry Rice, and I think I'm benching Randy Moss, and I'm cutting Megatron. God, I was. I'm so back and forth between Calvin and. I, I'm I'm starting Jerry Rice, but I'm so back and forth between Calvin and Randy Moss just because of Granite again being a Detroit fan, and that has yeah. nothing to do. I think it was just more so seeing the the basic catches that he made that other people wouldn't make. That if you're unless you're watching the Lions, you wouldn't see. I mean, you saw the highlight reel, the touchdowns, and stuff like that. So, but I just what Randy Moss did his record obviously, and then he went from the Vikings and then he it was almost like he was left for dead with Oakland then he rejuvenates his career with New England sets the record I do I feel the same thing and I think it's almost out of spite because of Calvin just gave up on uh, on the lines like every other great so definitely start Rice bench Moss cut Calvin it sucks to cut Megatron man god what could have been it's just, just it's two a, other it's a lion yes Live with the Lions. All right, I'll finish out my uh, football then as well. It's also receivers. A little bit of a different route. All in the primes. Danny Amendola, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. 
you know, I remember when Amendola came out and he was like, first off, obviously, you, you never heard anything about Julian Edelman. He was a he was a quarterback from Kent State. Uh, my sister actually went to school there, and he nobody knew anything with him. But then you got Wes Welker, who, I mean, I think he turned into like the the ultimate like human bobblehead. He was like that that first person that wore that that insulated helmet and it just made his head look huge <laughs> so I, I would i would honestly i'd have to go in their prime wes welker edelman on the bench and caught amadola by starting wes welker over edelman yes i got in their prime i'm thinking prime you're talking wes welker, wes welker had the the best of the best thrown to him i mean everywhere he went pretty much I'm going to start Julian Edelman, bench Wes Walker, cut Danny Amendola. So, I think when, like I said, when Amendola came out, I think there's a lot. I think he was probably the most hyped out of all three of them. But I think he, when he started with what, St. Louis at the time, he just kept getting hurt and hurt and hurt. And I respect the guy, especially being for the Lions and what he did last year. And uh, I mean, I, it's so funny. We have these Detroit ties in, in almost every single one of them. But it's all – we're not intentionally doing that. You're just putting these type of players. Like, that's a perfect one. you got the little white guy that plays that, that slot or that, like, middle yeah. of the field that just is a scrappy player. But I definitely I definitely got to go with Wes Welker. So, so all right. We'll, we'll trans, transition into uh, a little of your forte. And, and for me, this was – I maybe I'm totally out on a limb, and this is really, really easy. But I took three players um, – kind of the same air some of them are a little older that have still experienced some of them are, are really high that are showing a lot of talent so i got hockey here i've got austin matthews i've got Ovi, and i got sid the kid oh my god that's a tough crowd to put austin matthews in i'm gonna like s- i said he hasn't there's a lot of hype around him he's shown flashes but i mean is he part of that crowd obviously not yet but i mean is he being hyped like that? I mean, KJ might start him. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm starting Sidney Crosby. I'm gonna bench Ovechkin. I'm gonna cut Austin Matthews and his mustache. See, I, I got starting Ovi, benching Sid, cutting Austin. I, I like think it. that was kind of kind of a too easy one. But I didn't know like who else outside of Ovi Sid. I mean, I didn't want to put Malkin in. You know, I mean, outside, like, okay, like, okay, real quick, not to go on a tangent, but you got Ovi, Sid, and then what's the drop-off from there? I mean, obviously, I know it's not to Matthews. Who fits in between there? Like, modern era? Yeah, like, maybe, yeah, I mean, that that grouping, yes. I I don't want to put you on the spot. (laughs) Right now, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's them, and it's, I mean, McDavid, but he's still... It's still a little bit of a younger generation. I don't know if you yeah. Know. But but that's why I said I, I felt like obviously Ovi and Sid, I think there's always gonna be they're always gonna be some kind of bond or not bond, but I mean they're always gonna be joined together somehow, yeah. one way or another. Absolutely. And then Matthews really so so that that was my shot at at, at hockey. So well, I'm gonna give you a hockey play. one. It's Detroit okay. though. It's my second Detroit one. Don't do I hope you're not doing what I do, but let's see. Let's see. Steve Eiserman. Oh God! Okay, Sergey Fedorov, Pavel Datsyuk. Damn, you know what? I was very close to this. So, growing up, um, my first, my, I idolized Sergey Fedorov. Growing up, I had a uh, a Nike poster of him 
uh, on my wall. And I kept telling my dad, like, man, I love Sir. He's, he's great. He he got bought out by Nike. And I just kept saying he got bought out by Nike. And my dad kind of looked at me. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, he's sponsored by Nike. He's not bought out by Nike. So I always love Sergi. Um, but you, you can't go against the captain. I mean, can you? I mean, so you got guys. I, I think Dotsuk's the odd man out. Cut uh, I know. It's unfortunate. Uh, I think uh, I'm going with Sergi just because of my – I idolized him and then uh, put Stevie Y on the bench. Yeah, I'm starting Stevie Y and benching Sergey Fedorov, but uh, I was a fan of Fedorov as well. I just – I would rather – it would be interesting to watch Fedorov and Datsuk play together, but yeah. I would prefer Fedorov and Eiserman. I prefer to watch that team. So, all right. So, so keeping on the same page, this is my one that that's kind of out there, and in uh, this is my, the last one I have. But I know you have a few more, so we can talk about those. But, but this is a little different thing. So, so I want you to. I mean, granted, these guys are all different, different skill sets. Um, but I think you, you look at these guys, and especially to us, I mean, to the world, to the world, they were huge. So, so I'm saying keep two, bench one, and cut two. You got five? Makes sense. Yes, I got five. And you should think about this. What's the five that... If Start two, bench wing, one, cut two? Yes. Okay. And I'm talking red wing hockey. Oh, okay. The Russian five. So I got Fedorov, Konstantinov, Larianov, Kozlov, and Petisov. Like I said, obviously there's bigger names, you know, that are pretty pretty easy to take. But then once you get back, I mean, to me, this is when I grew up. This is, I mean, I'm I'm 35. You're a little younger than me, but this is this is what I watched when I was younger. So when this documentary came out. This was like, oh my god, you know, this is the greatest thing ever. And maybe you didn't follow it as good with these guys, but I know damn well. Obviously, you know all these guys, and yeah. I think Fedorov. I don't want to answer it for you, but I think he'd be pretty easy, you know. Yeah, I yeah, I'm keeping Fedorov. I, I was so young, I don't remember these guys, and I haven't. I actually haven't seen the Russian Five. Um, I think I would get rid of. I feel like it's easier to work backwards. I'm gonna get rid of Larianov, Kostinov, Kozlov, Fetisov, and Fetisov. I'm gonna bench Kozlov. I'm gonna start Fedorov and Konstantinov. I like. I, I just love how the flow of those names. Off, <laughs> off, off. But uh, but you know, I, I thought I'd play, pay a little homage. I thought you'd. Uh, did you have yours? What, what, how did you? Give me a little pat. Obviously, I had Fedorov for sure. Uh, I actually had Larianov with Fedorov. Um, and then I had uh, Fiktisov on the bench and the Konstantinov and Kozlov or my drops. Okay. Uh, it, it, it was hard to do, but hard to do. Actually, you know, I was really, uh, when I was coming across that, uh, like I was looking back, like looking back at the at Patrick Wall days and like Mike Vernon. <laughs> You know, I, I wanted to find, like, those, those goalkeepers. But I was like, man, you know, like, uh, outside of Wah and Vernon, then, you know, what we have? Uh, who was a uh, – God, I can't even think of Hasek. it right now. Hasek, yeah. And then uh, even who was uh, at the run at the same time, I think it was with the Rangers or something like that. 
but either way, that that error, those goalies were just hard, hard nosed goalies. But uh, but that's what I got. Start bench cut. That's what I got. I know you still got a few more. Um, if if you want to go over those, I, I like I said, I, I ran my course. I w- I was happy with the, the Russian five. Maybe more of a letdown. Than that was a good one. I didn't see that coming. I got two hoops and one baseball. So we'll go. We'll knock out the hoops. In their prime. Chris Paul, John Wall, Derek Rose. Prime. Man, Derek Rose start in the prime. John Wall bench. Chris Paul's gone. And, and that's sad. Or that's weird because. I think Chris Paul has had the most consistent career. I know we're talking prime, but yeah, like John Wall's been injured. Yeah, and then everybody knows Rose history. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good one. I, I like how when we do this, we're like lumping the the same type player. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously Chris Paul, it, they don't have the same style, but the same, I guess. Upper, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I feel you. Yeah. I mean, I'm, where I'm gonna I'm gonna stay hoops, and we're just gonna go to the the front court now. Dwight Howard, Yao Ming, Ben Wallace. I just feel like I should pick Ben Wallace because he gets no love whatsoever. And I, I seriously think in their prime, what Ben Wallace did, defense player of the year, back-to-back, or however he did it, and this has no bias to be in, in Detroit either, is I'm going to go with Dwight Howard, Yao Ming. Or I mean, I'm sorry, Jesus, Pete, Ben Wallace, Yao Ming, and, and get rid of Dwight. And I think, again, that, that's kind of the same situation what I just did is Dwight's the one still playing. The other guys are obviously ben, Ben's been gone for a little bit because of his age, but Yao retired early. So I, I think that's I think that's how I, I, I like that, but I think that's what I got to do. I got to I got to give the old boy Ben a little a little love for what he did at, at a six, nine power forward or center, you know, I mean, six, nine, seven foot with his afro. So <laughs> Yeah, I tried to pick three centers that don't get as much love as they should. I would start Yao Ming. I think a lot of people forgot how dominant Yao Ming was. And then I go Ben Wallace. I'm also cutting Dwight Howard. I just think there's – I think he was more hyped. I mean, Yao Ming, too, obviously, being from China and stuff like that. There was a lot of a lot of backing for him. And Dwight Howard was great. Superman. But, but, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dwight, there was so much behind him. And, I mean, he's still playing, and he's playing at a high level. I mean, I guess you you'd kind of or was. I mean, who knows what he's doing now? Watch when sports start; these guys are all going to be fat and out of shape, and like, I mean, they're all going to look like Zion Williamson. And everyone was giving Zion Williamson crap, <laughs> crap, you know. Like, I mean, give me a break. So, but uh, all right, you got hoops, and then and then what'd you say you had next? Last one, baseball. All righty, on the mound, all in the primes, Clayton Kershaw. Madison Bumgarner. Uh, Kershaw just can't get it done, man. So I'm gonna have to go JV, Baumgartner, and Kershaw. Interesting. Because and you know what? And I'm not saying just because it's the World Series or playoffs, because Verlander hasn't had the greatest playoffs experience either, especially when it's with Detroit. But a whole body of work, Verlander just goes out there and just I, I feel like he's a boring I feel like he's a boring pitcher to watch because the I, I'm I'm like the the new school baseball. I like the baggy the baggy pants that go over your cleats. I don't like the tight shit where 
when you're, you're throwing <laughs> the ball like you're like Verlander. That's the only thing that drives me nuts. You don't like the socks? In, the tall socks? No, I just no. I just love oh, the man. like give give me uh, like Bellinger. I mean any Dodger actually any Dodger is like new school. They all have that baggy. I love watching Kershaw. And and just for the record, you know uh, Kershaw and uh, Matthew Stafford were uh, were high school teammates. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like every uh, broadcast, whenever yep, <laughs> and they just have to, they just have to, to drill it. So, so, uh, but, but yeah, I'm gonna go with JV, uh, Baumgartner, and, and get rid of get rid of Kershaw, man. Baumgartner had that super insane run in the playoff that one year. Yeah, I, I think honestly, I think might be his whole career. I don't, I don't watch enough baseball. Well, he's been consistent, but I. I Probably the numbers Kershaw is better, but I'm thinking just whole body work. So, and I know Verlander's well, two no nos. I don't know about does he have two, three, two? I don't know if he had, had one the asterisk. I think he had what, what he had. He had one last year, the year before, but doesn't that get an asterisk next to it since. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, never mind. That team didn't know what the pitchers were coming, so I guess that is legit. So. But, uh, but no, in general, I, I love it. There's, you know, what is. It's it's so easy for me to go down this rabbit hole every time, but where Detroit sports are now to where they could have been, I mean, we're talking about Matthew Stafford. Granted, he's still with, with the Lions. We're talking about Calvin Johnson. We're talking about Miggy. He's still there. But we're talking about J.D. Verde, uh, JD uh, we're talking about J.V. I mean, we're talking about all of these hall of potential Hall of Famers D Rose. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of the flip side. Now D Rose is putting up all star numbers with the Pistons, which absolutely mean nothing. But it's just, it, I mean, like I said, go down this rabbit hole, whatever. I mean, it's just, it is what it is, whatever. I'm not even going to start. <laughs> I just, I feel like every time, and I don't know why, not that I don't know why it would make me feel any better because they're a better team, but I feel like anytime I feel bad, like I just, look at the, the Eagles and think to myself, well, it can't be that bad, but I don't know why. Maybe it's just to spite Mark and every Philadelphia <laughs> fan that's like probably part of the company, but like they have it better than us. I mean, granted they got slay um, contracts, not horrible. It's not loaded in the beginning, but after two years, he can, they can pretty much get rid of him for nothing. So, and they got the <laughs> yes, here to I lean go. On. What's that? They got the Sixers to lean on too. We don't have any other sport. There's just, I mean, I, I feel like there was a run. Obviously, the Wings made that run, and then the Pistons made a run, and then the Tigers made a run, and the fucking Lions have never made a run. Still it's waiting like, on that. Your turn, yeah. and you know what? It's like they totally screwed everything up, so now everything's out of whack. Yeah. It's like they just couldn't make the run. To Blame it on the Lions. Yes, I mean at this point, I, yeah, I was gonna say I love how you just you just repped that. That that's Flaunt it. Whatever, but. But anyways, Zach Mack, what uh, you got anything else? Anything else in, in general? Sports world, uh, entertainment. I mean, it's been rough. Um, we're still pumping out some content here and there. You and I will shoot each other messages, and it's just kind of like throw a dart at the wall and let's go. I just want to let you know I'm back to playing my road to the show career in MVP, and I'm a pitcher, and I have hot socks. Oh, Jesus, you got you got high socks. With big Just won the Cy Young in my fourth season. In your fourth season, what what do you do? You're probably like twenty two and zero with a two point two ERA and like five hundred strikeouts, right? You play for the oh, 
<laughs> I haven't sniffed the playoff game. As I say, you must have been the first round pick then, number one pick <laughs> overall. Oh my god, yes, but uh, but hey, so obviously we, we went over this. I don't know how we're looking, but uh, let, let's talk a little puck puck pass. What you guys are doing? I know we kind of talked about it last week, but but th- this is uh, you know, we're big in the i sports world. We're getting into to yeah. I mean, I racing. We're getting big in, in general in esports. Um, what what are you you and KJ doing over at Puck Puck Pass? Well, we've turned it. We started a YouTube channel. We turned our podcast into now we stream on Twitch. Now we post a video later on YouTube. Uh, us playing Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone. It's fun as hell. Um, so and we're pretty good at yeah. it. I mean, you guys just record your podcast while playing, essentially. Yeah, but there's no hockey to talk about, so it's basically doing what we're doing, throwing darts at the board and talking about whatever hits. You know? Yeah, and like I said, if you made it this far into the segment, uh, I spared you all because Zach wanted to talk about his top ten books. I, Go ahead and say. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I've never even read a whole fucking book, so I, I just <laughs> – I got I got through school with cliff notes in college, so I just read the or or like you just read the back of the book and you knew everything about it. Or just be like Jared and read playbooks. I don't study film all day long. <laughs> but no, okay, so so growing up, like when I was like in fifth grade, like we had this book it like a the Pizza Hut book it club or whatever it was, like you read yeah. books and and you'd get free pizza. Dude, I always max that badge out, and I never read a book. Like, I was OG. Like, I get free pizza all the time, never read a book. But, you would. but then, like, but then I had, like, I don't, I don't know what that was. Like, they they bring that thing around, and you can order books, like, from school at a discounted rate. And I remember ordering every L, R. L. Stein book there was. Yeah, something like that. Like, R. L. Stein, like, Goosebumps. You ever see those yeah. books? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I have every freaking book and never opened a single one of them. <laughs> They just look cool, man. Judging books by their covers. Yeah, I mean, I guess whatever, but, but uh, yes, this this is what the world has come to. What are your thoughts on chicken parm? I can get down with chicken parm. Chicken parm so good, you know. KJ tweeted that it was the most overrated dish. So I I did see that actually. I was gonna give him a little backlash, but you know he can get pretty he can get pretty hostile on uh, on Twitter. I saw his. I saw his moves. Who was uh, who was uh, telling him he was like the next Lamar Jackson with him and his dog in the backyard doing? Yeah, he does. For for a big man, he can get around. Yeah, he's a hockey player. God, it, you know. And, and talking about other thing, I saw uh, I saw Chair Gain Rattlesnake posted a picture every year. He's gone to Talladega. Did you see that one? No. Uh, for like the past four years, and. Uh, uh, every year he's actually gone, and this year there's no Talladega. So he was sitting at his parents' house in like a chair, like watching the iRacing racing Talladega last night. And <laughs> every year it was like he put on like 20 pounds. I, I can't say anything, but I was laughing about that, like looking back. So it's just so funny, man. We uh, we have, at, I mean, we're doing everything we possibly can to, to make the content worthwhile without sports. Once sports come, it's gonna be like balls to the wall. Everyone's gonna be like, yeah. A little monkey on crack. It's it's gonna be ready to roll, but but I can only imagine uh, how people are getting by right now. I'm sure Netflix. Like, if you didn't have stock in Netflix, you should be you should be rolling by now. So, but but uh, that, that's all I got. Uh, we plug puck puck pass. We plug a little bit of everything. I mean, at, at this point, uh, 
kind of out of things until uh, the uh, the twenty fourth or twenty third hour of uh, right before uh, we record next week, we'll be coming up with uh, some kind of new content because there's absolutely nothing to talk about. <laughs> so, but on behalf of myself, uh, like I said. In the old boy puck puck pass, Zach Mac here. We appreciate you guys tuning in and give us this opportunity to to entertain you and give us a little of our start bench cut. Hopefully, it uh, gives you something to talk about. Check out our uh, our, our Twitter handle at Billy Up Sports. We had a few of them on there, and then check out at Puck Puck Pass. I believe Pod, right? Is that what you got? Puck Puck Pass Pod. Yes, sir. So so check out those accounts, and then uh, we will see you all next week. Like and subscribe. Boop boop. See ya.